Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario and you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate it. We got a lot of things to talk about today, but before we do any of that, I want to tell you a little bit about a little something about my co-host. She still takes notes with a number two pencil. (laughs) She did A&R for Charles Leclerc's new album. She's an artist who still owes us a custom livery. Don't let her forget it. And I just learned she also runs a pizza restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Tasha. (laughs) Why would you say that? I'm so impressed by you. Always. There's always something new about you. Woman, you know, like. You gotta just, you gotta dabble in everything. <laughs> I was telling Mario about the game I play on my Switch called Good Pizza, Great Pizza, where mm-hmm. my customers order unhinged things like mm-hmm. plain pizzas with anchovies baked twice. But you know, they, pay, like, they, they gave me like $20, but I'm like, fine, it's your If For $20, you make whatever yeah. you want. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, make sure to like, comment, review. Is that a thing you do? I don't care. On YouTube, subscribe. More importantly, yeah. let us know in the comments, are you a pineapple on pizza person? Yeah. We need to know that right off the bat. We need to know who we're blocking today. So yeah, I didn't say that she did. Okay, yeah. she's very aggressive about this. I don't know why. <laughs> like she's so nice about everything and so accepting about ev- to everybody. But like, yeah, pineapple on pizza. I don't know trigger. about that. I don't know why. I was telling Tasha that I might have pizza later. I don't know yeah. why we're talking about this, but anyways. <laughs> um, so breaking news right off the bat, mm-hmm. we have learned. After we put the question out there, we have finally learned what a V-carb is. So, do you want to tell the people what it is? Drum roll. Do you want to tell the people what it is? Oh, no, I feel like you should tell them. Okay. So, roll, Danny yeah. Rick let us know that <laughs> it's apparently vitamins and carb, vitamin and carbs, which is basically what we said it was. Right. So, yeah, like, like multivitamin. So, like, do you... Th- did, are they going to pivot from clothing brand to pills? Like one, one a day like type? a daily drink, maybe. I knew he wasn't... Go- I knew when they asked this guy about this car name, yeah. this team name, that he was going to say something unserious. And I'm glad that he didn't disappoint. I'm just... I'm glad. It's an unserious name. So don't yeah. expect... What are we... We still got to figure <laughs> out what we're calling them. <laughs> I'm just going to call them the Visa, Visa team. That's the it. The Visa team? Yeah. yeah. I still say it'd be perfect if you have to tap your card to turn on the car. Yeah. Like that would, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Imagine Yuki like, it's not working. The sensor isn't working. <laughs> that, I just, I just Speaking projected Yuki, a though, he's been Speaking eating of? up these team like photo shoots that they've been doing. He looks amazing. Slay. Sorry. Like, I just feel like, yeah. Slay. Whatever he's done over the break, Mm-hmm. His aura is auraing, like it's it's good. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that he's not wearing? Uh, what was it? Your, your what do you call? I always forget that H and M brand anymore. <laughs> that H and M brand, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even know because even in the race suit, like he just he's projects so much confidence lately. Yeah, I'm just like really excited for him. I don't know. I just I'm like okay. He I stands like very tall. Yeah. Very, very tall. tall yes. Height. Very tall. For his <laughs> See, God knew not to make Yuki tall. You know what I'm saying? He's like, imagine, imagine. He would be a, a, a complete menace. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. It's, it works for him. It works in his advantage. He's cute. You know, um, I, uh, I'm a little jealous that Charles Leclerc released an album before I did. Yeah. 
Because, like, I was working on that already. But, like, he released it before me. And so now I can't release my album. You. you should. I, I, no, I can now. Because it's like, oh, look, he's trying to be Charles Leclerc. When I right. wasn't. Charles Leclerc's going to be like me. Right. Now I got to put my album on pause for, like, what? Six months? Right. This dude races. This dude drives cars. <laughs> Why does he have to step on my toes? Right. Why? Like... I'm sorry. Are you going to listen to the a, album? Or are you just no? like... No. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> but, like, but like, I'm going to be a hater about it. Right. Salty the I whole love, time listening while he tickles I, the ivory. Like, yeah. it, could, he, no. it could be great. It could be great. And I am going to lie to people and tell them it's terrible. Right. That it's just not worth <laughs> listening to. That you should tune into my random Instagram piano videos. Because they're better. <laughs> and they're not. I'm just messing with you. I'm actually excited to listen to it. Um, I like that... I think this is a this is another extension of mm-hmm. like Pierre Gasly talking about Lewis Hamilton uh, helping the younger ki- the youngers the younger drivers mm-hmm. be more confident and comfortable in the fashion world. And yeah. I think this is another extension of that where sh- like the drivers are also comfortable to do side things. Yeah, like didn't Lewis release music also at some point? Yeah, Stream Pipe by Christina Aguilera featuring. <laughs> XNTA. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's gonna, crazy is that no, I actually unironically, like, I just actually genuinely liked that song. I was like, okay, Christina. Like I had no clue that that was him. And then when Twitter revealed that that's who that was, I was like, okay, I'm looking at this slightly differently. You know, I can't really enjoy it exactly the same as before, but I actually really liked it. I feel like I'm like the only person who liked it. I haven't heard it out of respect what? to Lewis. Oh, okay. Because I feel no, like if I listen you... to it, I won't ever be able to unlisten to it. And then I have so much respect for this, man. I don't want right. to ruin it, you know? Right. He's going to stay pure. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, safe, yeah. safe distance from that. Like, yeah. you know? I don't... No, no. I don't want to be... home. Oh, so I you hope, like the song? I did like the song. Because it's like part of her... The album, what the album was called? I can't remember now. But actually, like the entire album it was her first one in like a few years. So okay. it was like more back to her R&B roots and like... Yeah, Pipe, I was just like, what are we talking about, Christina? Like, you know, she's never, like, shied away from, like, sexual lyrics, but this was, like, so <laughs> explicit. Like, it was just like, I love this from for her. So, and then the feature, I had never heard of the artist before. So I was like, who's this mystery man? I have no idea. So it's fucking Lewis Hamilton. Ooh. By the way, I sent, yeah. you, I, I was, I, I sent, you, I sent you the video this week and, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm having a very special week because I ran into Lewis twice. Yeah. Like I stayed over. I stayed over at a, uh, I was in Detroit this week and I was at a hotel. Moment I go into the hotel, I sent you the video. The moment I step into the hotel, (laughs) I'm leaving my suitcase. I'm doing my thing. And I'm like, I got AirPods in. I take off the AirPods. (laughs) Whose voice do I hear? (laughs) Is that Lewis Hamilton? And I was like, I was like, am I, did my, cause you know, you take off your AirPods or your AirPods or whatever. And it's like, did a podcast or a YouTube video start playing and right. Lewis is on it or something? Nope. Lewis Hamilton is on the TV right. giving me a one minute spiel for Marriott. Then I was like, I was playing Gran Turismo uh, on the PlayStation five yeah. and Lewis Hamilton is on that too. So I think he does listen to the podcast. Like we've been saying, yeah, I think he's being more, I think he's being less subtle about his involvement in our lives. <laughs> and right. I think you need to open your heart and your mind to mm-hmm. the signs. Yeah, 
Because I brought you two signs. What have you brought? Do you have a sign that he's around? I don't. Mm, it's just a feeling, yeah. like a vibe. A, yeah. yeah. Uh, just in general. Yeah. It's like a sixth sense for you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spidey senses. Like, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> like, I just know it. I'm like, hi, Lois. I know you're here. Hey. Hey. I am. Um, <laughs> you, you can always find me under Lewis Hamilton post. Right. Come on the podcast, goat. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Law I'm of like, probability, like one of these days is going to either respond back or. Is it a non-zero chance? Yeah. Absolutely. Is it a <laughs> above a 1% chance? Maybe not. But you can't say That's it's not zero. You, need, you can't yeah. say it's zero. It's not zero. It's not zero. I just need a chance. Yeah. I just need a chance. Imagine I come to the I imagine I come up to our group chat mm-hmm. with a screenshot of Lewis Hamilton saying, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Imagine that. Nyasha Nyasha would actually call me his friend then. Right. It would be awesome. <laughs> Text you back for sure this time. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying that'd be so cool. Oh man. Um I I want you to talk about because I know that this is before we before we dive into other stuff. Yeah. Um I we're I guess this is kind of a spoiler for later, but I have to say this because I have to be a party pooper. Mm. But I want your opinion mm-hmm. first. Okay. Do you legitimately think I'm putting you on like on an interrogation with the light bright on you? Okay. Gotcha! Do you genuinely think that the Ferrari social media admin posted the wrong video accidentally? Oh. Do you believe that was an accident? Honestly, yes. I feel like in present tr- your evidence. Um truly though, like admin making a mistake and the team always making mistakes is so on brand. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just yes, of course. Of course you posted the wrong take. Why why would you? <laughs> I have I have thoughts. I have further thoughts, Your Honor. I have put yeah. much thought into this. Okay. Why was the wrong video? So that can we agree? Can we agree that the video that was taken was mm-hmm. edited somehow? Like edited by that? I mean, like right? Uh, like it, that's not the raw video that they took. Right. So it like, was edited and yeah. So so. The admin can't post the wrong video if the wrong video isn't <laughs> edited and ready to go. So, like, are we saying now that the editor edited the wrong video and sent it to the admin? I mean, as a video deep. editor who shares videos with clients, I can tell you that folder is like, you know, Ferrari pit stop final, Ferrari pit stop final, final. <laughs> like, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, okay. the, the final name could absolutely, point. yeah. <laughs> this is the final, final, final. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolute final. <laughs> and like, then it's absolute final final. Right. Final V1. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Like <laughs> it's not out of the realm. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I, okay. I'll, I'll believe it a little bit more then. Right, just, right. I'm too paranoid. I'm too paranoid. Yeah. Um Are you saying Ferrari you think Ferrari needs to manufacture viral moments? Like right now? Like I feel like I don't think on a they roll. need to, mm. but they can. Okay. It worked. It worked. Did it not work? It, it worked. Did work. Yeah, it worked really Until well. Were, yeah. It worked really we'll talk out. About it later, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Actually, yeah. the new video. Uh, I read this. I'm not that smart, but I read this mm-hmm. and then I saw it. The car kind of yeah. stalls. Yeah, I did see that. 
Yeah, they were like, it's still not perfect. Yeah. They're like, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you are onto something. Maybe it is part of the culture, part of the, part of the, it's in the core, you know? They're like, this is, this is on brand for us. I'm sorry. Like, I, it's more endearing that way. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who needs perfection when you have Ferrari? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Imagine that's their <laughs> Formula One slogan where they're supposed to strive for the most best technology. Who needs Those perfection? perfection? Yeah. Nah. No. Forget perfection. It's Ferrari. It's Ferrari. <laughs> um, this is the only time I'll ever do this. I'll never do this again. Okay. But I need y'all to follow me on Instagram because... Your boy's trying to get sponsored by a <laughs> Monaco jewelry place, and I don't think they'll have me. <laughs> Why are you like this? Oh I don't God. know. I saw them and it was like it's perfect. I don't even kind of like that. I'm not gonna say their you name because I'm not doing promo there. yet. I'm not gonna do the promo yet. No, because I gotta play hard to get. I gotta play hard to get, guys. I, I need. I need everybody, y'all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You. I, <laughs> I, I want to sponsor can't. me, but I don't like your shit. Uh, like, okay, no, no, yeah, no. great. I'm <laughs> great hard to get. They're not oh. saying this. You're right, Tasha. This is why you have to be my agent, my manager, my yeah. co-host. Like, uh, you're just permanently, permanently contracted by yeah. me forever. Um, so we have to dive into the obvious situation that is not great. I'll enter it real quick, and we'll and I'll say this. We'll say this. We we will say this. We? We're going to talk about the Christian Horner situation, the updates on the Christian Horner situation, and, and everything that's related to it. But we're going to try our best to just cover it up front, cover it in this part of the episode, give our opinions because we have our opinions. More importantly, listen to Tasha's opinion as well. And after that, we're going to move on and we're going to make jokes after it. And we're going to try to do our best to have this be a fun podcast after the Christian Horner stuff. Um, but yeah, stick around. If for whatever reason, you don't want to listen to the Christian Horner stuff, feel free to skip forward and we'll talk about other cool stuff. But we've been tuning into social media, Tasha. Do you <clears throat> want to kind of give an update on what we've seen with Christian Horner? Hmm. I don't I don't like calling yeah. it a Christian Horner situation. I as I said it, yeah. I didn't like it because I feel like I'm I'm spotlighting him on it. But but like we saw the I don't know how much to talk about, but like, mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that we can mention is the settlement. Yeah. So it was reported the same, the same source, the same newspaper that broke yeah. the story originally, the Dutch paper, um, reported yesterday that the allegations against Christian Horner were indeed like a sexual nature and that he offered a settlement payment to the victim of like something like 600,000 euro or something like that, something quite high. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, obviously you drop something like that on social media and everybody's reaction. My reaction initially was just like, just straight up disgusted. Cause I'm just like, you know, you, I was in my mind. I'm like, I feel like I know what this is. Cause we've seen this play out like a million times, but you also are just like, for the sake of like the person involved in this, you just hope that it's not that because it's really shitty. Um, so yeah, to see something like that come through as an update uh, in the midst of the other updates. So I think in the last like week or so, we've learned like, you know, different people had been advising him to leave his role, yeah. namely Bernie Ecclestone, which I'm like, if that guy 
is telling you shit's bad. You should leave your job. Do you know? Like, so I don't know, like stuff like that has been just sort of like building up, building up, building up. And then of course we see him at the car launch, the RP20 car launch. And I just felt like that was just so like inappropriate to see him there. And despite the fact that there's an investigation ongoing, I think the fact that he's not been suspended and he's still choosing to show up, I think it's just a very like selfish decision because yeah. regardless of his innocent innocence or guilt, this is a huge story that like overshadows the team. Um, and y'all know I'm not a Rebel fan <laughs> at all, but I do feel really bad for like the thousands of people who work there, who worked on this car, the teams that made everything possible for them to put this on. And all anybody is focused on is Christian Horner. So by him deciding not to like step back, you know, while this plays out, the entire focus is on him and it's about him in this this situation. So yeah, it's just been like kind of a crazy week. Do you, how do you feel like, I mean, have, when you sort of like saw everything play out, like have do you have any like thoughts? Like what was your initial reaction? I didn't hear him. I saw, I saw this on a tweet of yours before I saw him actually say it, but oh. I, ha- I hadn't seen him call it a distraction. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So, so right off the, you know, great start. Great start. Thank you. Great start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy that like, we're talking about how is he not suspended? Mm-hmm. Which, which obviously I agree hundred percent. And not only is he not suspended, he's front and center. Yeah. Like, it's like, <clears throat> it's like they, they did the exact opposite of the correct thing to do. <laughs> And like the like the exact and 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 I say it very simply, but it's like it's literally <laughs> that you you set a bar of like this is the ideal thing that I would want him to do, get the fuck out, mm-hmm. and then the other end of the extreme is I don't know doubling down or some shit. But like he was so close to the other end with this front and center thing, mm-hmm. and I almost don't blame, sort of don't blame like. If they take him out of it and Rebel fans just enjoy the car launch and and seeing their drivers and everything, mm-hmm. like I don't blame them if they if they just want to enjoy that because everybody got that with their Formula One team. Mm-hmm. But it it makes it very complicated to to it makes it very complicated to first put that aside. Like great car launch, you can't really right. say that with him there, and. For everything he says and everything he does, it just, I just have that in the back of my mind. And Mm -hmm. it's, 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 I always think about, um, at that point, I think about, forget what, like, I'm seeing this and optically I can tell you a million things why this is so messed up and why this is wrong. But like, I cannot imagine being the victim who's on sick leave and Mm -hmm. actually seeing that the company that represents you and him must have his side because look at what they're doing. They right. have him front and center while you are in sick on sick leave. And like, we are humans. It would be amazing. Um, it would be the best thing in the world if the victim is the furthest thing away from social media as possible. That would be the, that would be the best. Mm-hmm. Not seeing the conversations that are being had, but that's not how it works. We're all humans. And I think that any of us in a situation like that will be privy to the conversations that are being had. Mm-hmm. And I won't like, I, last thing I'll say is like, 
I cannot believe the conversations that are being had. Yeah. And it, it pains me to think being the victim and seeing those conversations. I feel like this isn't something difficult to defend. This isn't yeah. something t- difficult to pick aside, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think the reaction to it, I think I touched on it in the last podcast where I was just sort of like, I just have this feeling like the discourse is going to become nasty. There um, were reports in the Wall Street Journal that, well, they gave the person's job title away. I'll just say that. And essentially from there, people decided to go on to LinkedIn to find out who it was based off of the job description. And I saw like when I woke up this morning, I saw like screenshots, like names being dropped. And I'm just sort of like, this is exactly why, you know, it's difficult for people to want to report stuff like this, uh, especially in the time that we live in, because you will be exposed. And granted, I don't, I can't confirm if the person or people who were, you know, um, posted are the actual person involved, but either way, you're, you're inviting harassment to these people. You know what I mean? Like you're inviting doxing. We've seen so many times online, people will post addresses and phone numbers and, you know, private information and make that person's life a living hell. So I think that really just disappointed me today. Like the fact that we're kind of in this next stage where it will snowball and become something even uglier. The other thing that we kind of, was reported uh was that she is potentially taking him to court in the UK. Yep. So she did not accept the settlement. She essentially wants to move forward with like some sort of maybe like criminal trial. So, you know, it's this is not going away <laughs> anytime soon. Um and, you know, to your point, like I couldn't imagine like trying to um, you know, process this. And then also be kind of where like online people are not only like not believing you because of they love Christian Horner. They love his style of whatever. They love the team, you know, so automatically they side with him regardless of what the facts were, you know, what's being reported. And then on top of that, you have people trying to actively like seek out your identity like that. I think I would just like go absolutely crazy if I was them. So it is very like, I don't know, I felt like very like, Deta- uh, not detached, but like very like um, deflated. No, I mean, yeah, they're very, un- but they I just felt unhinged, very deflated because I'm just yeah. like you, it's like, it's bad enough that it's happening, but it's like, it's bad enough that the the whole fucking playbook is being like, you know, like here we go with the victim blaming. Here we go with denying everything. Oh, we need evidence. We need fat. Like this man has a dossier. There was an eight hour, you know, deposition tr- exactly. hearing, whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, again, people, you know, I saw comments like, well, we don't know what happened. And it's like, we don't know what happened, but the people who do know what happened and there's plenty of them, whether it's shareholders, whether it's, you know, um, other people within org- the organization, uh, friends of their, like every single person who is aware of what has happened has advised him to leave that role. So I don't necessarily need to know the details, but I do know that, like I said, if certain people are telling him to step down, then it must be something. There has to be something there, you know? I I hate that there's been like so much of a, so much, so much I guess, misinformation in a way because it's hard yeah. to tell what's true and what isn't true. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's, it's it, to your point, it's, it's, 
if you to me you pay six hundred thousand whatever it was yeah. or so much money, right? Like you you kind like you're emitting something, and and my problem is that we talked about last episode the dossier, the dossier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you have all of these things that have been claimed that you have, mm-hmm. and still, still you put him up there, right? Still you don't suspend him, like. How do you, so, so, because let me, let me, let me do you a favor, Red Bull, and let me separate the Christian Horner from the Red Bull, right? If Red Bull actually tries, if that Red Bull actually did anything to Christian Horner, I would be like, Red Bull doesn't support that kind of behavior. But mm. when Red Bull drags it so much, when Red Bull puts him front and center, when yeah. Red Bull gives him the microphone, when all of these things happen, you're starting to make me think that this is okay in Red Bull. This yeah. isn't Christian Horner. This isn't okay because Christian Horner is top Red Bull, like whatever. This is just a thing that you let happen in, in, right. in Red Bull. Like it's allowed. Apparently it's allowed. Um, and that's what that's what I don't like. I just, I, 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 I keep harping on the same thing because I just don't understand how you don't at least separate yourself while this is fixed. Yeah. I mean, it feels to me like incredibly damaging. I mean, to your to an image, or just as a marketing thing, as a, as in general, right? So the moment people saw him at the launch, it was immediate like wave of negative reaction. Um, you know, then you had him answering stuff in the press, and you know, he's saying one thing, his body language is saying something extremely different, and we've seen him before, right? Like mm-hmm. we've seen him on TV lying about certain stuff. And he has this like kind of cockiness swagger to him, right? He's like, I'm lying, but you can't prove it. You know, that kind of thing, yeah. like, yeah. ha ha ha. And he did not have that in this case. So to me, I just feel like reading, reading that I'm just like, if he wasn't in this situation, like if he wasn't there, we wouldn't have this, you know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't be seeing somebody lie directly in our faces and telling us something that like, yeah, we don't know exactly what happened, but there's too many things in this case, like that are occurring that lets you know, it's very, very serious. And it's, in my opinion, been handled really poorly, giving somebody like that an option to resign, giving somebody advice to resign. Like, that's so nice of, you know, like to, if you'd like to step down, you know, you, privilege. you can, yeah. it's so privileged. Um, <laughs> to your other point, you talked about like, you know, this is maybe cultural. The other thing that was been reported has, was like that this has actually been something that happened like last year. So there's been some time when this, I guess, started kind of happening to when we, the public are hearing about it. And even then they gave him kind of an off ramp. They were like, you know, if you retire now, you can say maybe you have like some health issues or something like you know, something to sort of um, give him a way out that that yeah. isn't this. Yeah. And he didn't take it. So I'm just like, again, I think like hubris comes to mind because I'm just like, you clearly feel in your heart of hearts that you are going to get away with this. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's not important for you to even give the perception that, you know, I'm stepping back while I while this is handled. You know, you're not really taking it, in my opinion, it doesn't feel like he takes it serious. Out of respect to the other person that's in the yeah. situation, you should not be showing your face. Yeah. And but, that, yeah. yeah no, 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 no. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. It, I mean, keep going. I think for me, the other thing is the issue is if this has been a long going thing, I really question as well the like launch, the optics at the launch, um, bringing out, you know, a black woman to be the host of the show. 
I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the person to say it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be. The, yeah. I, mm-hmm. No, you gotta I, clock I, shit like that because that's the, the for I, me. I, 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 I'm so sorry. It's just like I, I, yeah. I am going the. I am going the same place that you are. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to say it, but yeah. it's fucking yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Say it. I'm sorry. Say it. Um, but you know what I mean. And then I think Christian made comments about women in motorsport as well. You know, trying to be supportive, yeah. and it's just like all along, it's just like you're 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 lying and like so now i feel like i cannot trust optically like what red bull uh presents us because i don't know if you're doing it to be inclusive and diverse or if you're doing it to sanitize somebody's image who Mm -hmm. does not deserve it and you're using you know women and people of color to do that so i feel some kind of way about that personally but you know i just I, i i don't know it just made the whole situation ugly because he decided to show his face i call myself a pessimist yeah. When I th- when the thought comes into my brain of, <clears throat> huh, I wonder if the reason that Red Bull has three F1 Academy drivers versus everybody else, the thought comes into my mind, oh, I wonder if it's guilt. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if Horner is such a piece of shit and Red Bull are doing <laughs> such piece of shit things that like, <clears throat> damn, maybe, yeah. maybe I feel so guilty that I want to put three women out there. And yeah. I call myself a pessimist for having that thought. But you know what? I would not have that thought if Red Bull would be like, that's Christian Horner stuff. Oh, yeah. we, don't, we don't represent that. We are away from that. We don't want to talk about that. Like Ford did. did. Right. Like Ford announced, we're keeping an eye on this because we a family company. Okay? Right. Like we stand, we have values and morals on this side. I'm sure Ford has. Hey, companies are companies are companies and they all suck. I just want to say that. I'm not not defending one over the other, but I am saying that at least Ford is out there saying we're looking at this. We're Mm -hmm. keeping an eye on this because we got values and morals that don't align with that shit. And it's like, where's the rebel message saying that? Right. Well, and I I actually appreciated that. I mean, I don't to your point, like, I mean, it's a company, it's capitalism, like, you know, they can all be like, we're, you know, have morals, whatever. But to me, that just says that they're trying to put pressure on the situation because whatever's happening at Red Bull, it seems like they've been trying for the longest to kind of make this go away. And now that Mm -hmm. it's public, now it's a thing, like, you know, they're trying to put pressure on this guy to like step down because this is, you're going to do a lot of damage to this brand. And like, it's Red Bull, right? Like they're, they have this whole rebel you know, ethos, you know, they're, they're bucking all of the trends and stuff like that. So this is their whole thing, but it's like, even still, this can do a lot of damage. It also can do a lot of damage to formula one and the FIA. I asked on Twitter, I was like, you know, I wonder what the response is going to be. Um, you know, part of it is like hypothetical, you know, cause I know it's not really going to be much, but at the same time, they more than stepped in when it was when it came to Susie Wolf and the allegations against her. And there was not a dossier on her uh, cheating allegations. You know what I'm saying? She did <laughs> yeah. not sit in an eight yeah. hour deposition to clear her name. You no, know, there was not a her. settlement offered for anything. So there without any evidence or anything really happening, they both went back and forth in the media uh, about this uh, situation. So I fully expect them to both have something to say about what's happening with Christian Horner, uh, because it does reflect on the sport and everything that the governing body says that it stands for. So it will be interesting. The next, I think like, they're already weeks. messing yeah. up. I think I think the oh, silence yeah. from all sides is already uh, a really it's not good. Un- yeah, no, it's really unfortunate <laughs> it's already. Good. Like they're yeah. already showing a lot. I. Uh, I 
<laughs> I am so insanely... Uh, I cannot... I don't have the words to say how disappointed yeah. I am with Checo. <laughs> <sighs> I cannot believe... Yeah. I what can't... The fuck? Yeah. Just don't talk. Just don't talk. Yeah. Like, like, cause like, how do they, how do people do the opposite of what they're supposed to do? All, everything, everything. Let's put Horner in front and center. Checo, let's just focus on racing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that comment from Checo was like what? out of control. Basically, he told the media that he wants, you know, he doesn't want Christian Horner to leave and that he wants to keep the team together because they want to keep winning championships. And, you know, I just feel like, I imagine that's probably a sentiment shared across many people, you know, like they don't see the the bigger picture here. It doesn't affect them. But I just was I felt like gobsmacked, truly, like reading that. Yeah. I was like, OK, wow, I can't believe you fucking said that. Number one, because when it came to you being like openly disrespected, right, you barely said anything. You said, oh, uh, Marco he apologized behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like you had this passionate soliloquy of why the t- the band needs to stay together. Mind you, I like I said, <laughs> they're playing musical chairs right now with your seat. Are you even on the team next? Like you're talking about stay together. Like you're not going to be here much longer. Um, so I don't know. I was just like very disappointed with because and it does go. It does stem a little bit back from the thing with Marco where I felt like he had an opportunity to stand up for himself, stand up for people who he represents. And he just took the most cowardly route. And then to come out with your whole chest and say, I just want to go racing. We want to win championships. Christian Horner needs to stay with us. Like I just, I, I could almost like, it's almost just like these things happen. It's just the cost of doing business. Let's just go, let's just go race. Let's yeah. just go. Let's just win champ. You're not even winning a fucking championship. Max Verstappen won the constructors and the championship you're not even himself. Finishing like qualifying half like, the time. Like 20, you're are you on the team? You're bro? not gonna be on the fucking grid. Like what? What are you fucking go right? What like, are you? Talking? This is have some dignity and some self respect. And you no have family, bro. Like I just couldn't imagine having like kids and saying that. Do you know no. what I mean? Like you're gonna put those children into the world one day, and I would hope as a father and a husband that you would hope that like nobody that you know goes through something like that. And then you get to watch publicly as they're being like berated and vilified because they were the one that was abused. You know what I mean? Like I know being a father doesn't really mean much for some people, (laughs) but like, it's just very annoying that this is a trait that is like weaponized. Like, you know, I'm a whole father, I'm a dad, I'm proud. And then like, anytime you have a, a chance to really stand up for like what it means to be a family, not just your own family, but like a, a global family, like a global community, like, cause it, you know, takes a village. Right. But when you say stuff like this, it lets me know that you don't really care about anything. Like, you know what I mean? You don't care about your family. You don't care about other people's families because it doesn't matter to you. Car racing is far more important apparently than making sure that somebody's okay after being, you know, harassed, abused, whatever the word is at, at their job. So. I honestly cannot believe that he defended Horner in this situation more than he defended himself when he was literally attacked. Like, there's zero backbone there. It's just a jelly. Like, there is no backbone. Um, Mm. I I honestly... I I swear some takes takes one to no one. 
Yeah, that's just my thing. Yeah, he, yeah. Must, he must be like, man, been there, Christian. I, I get it. I get yeah. it. Like, it's just, and then, and then, and now, and now, and that's the thing, because now Checo said that. Now Red Bull mm. put Christian Horner front and center. So even if we get rid of Christian Horner mm-hmm. and I'm the victim, I'm still looking at, look at all these other things that happen now. Other, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like it's, a, why, it's, it's in the mm. system. It's yeah. in the system. Like, cancel the whole team. That's how I, like, at this point, I'm just like, cancel every fucking thing. Red Bull associated. Because like, y'all... D- act right like seriously like this is unreal that this situation is even happening but now like you see the like callousness you know the thought process behind a lot of people is just like it doesn't matter like this is a whole person do you know what i'm saying that we're talking about at the at the end of the day christian horner is well insulated he has lots of resources he's very wealthy he will be fine right like this will this will bruise his image at some you know for a little bit, but really he'll be fine. He can still yacht off to different islands when he wants to ride He'll his still, horses. He ride his horses. He will be fine, and that's the fucked up thing because the person who's under him, like who's you know part of this, does not have those same you know privileges in life. And not that it matters. Money doesn't change being abused or being harassed or whatever at your job. But it's like, what does that mean for them moving forward? Like, we can't only care about the the entertaining aspects of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to call ourselves a community and this is a community, like, we need to come together on shit like this and, like, all agree that, like, it's not it's not cool. It's not something you just, like, brush under the rug or, like, minimize because this is a big this is a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. Anyway, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how I say women, but like, it doesn't need to be a woman. It can be anyone. I I just don't know how, how a woman can look at the sport and actually think I'm safe there. Yeah. I can go, I can go to a race. I can be in the paddock. I can, I like, I can go to one of those paddock passes things. Like Mm -hmm. if, if any any person, be a woman or whoever, feels that, like, feels unsafe, they, like, they have so many receipts of reasons why they must feel unsafe. The fact that the system lets you put a price on a woman's fucking experience right. of being sexually harassed, the fact we can just put a dollar value to that is crazy. Yeah. Like, you're already set up to fail as a woman with the fact that there could be a thing like a settlement towards right. your safety, regardless of whether it's sexually or physically or domestic. It do- doesn't matter. Like that, that type of thing shouldn't have a price on it. There should be a right. consequence to it. So, like, even if you told me, Chris, even if Christian Herner had to give him even the clothes on his back. Like nothing material is ever going to give her back her sense of safety, her sense Absolutely, of comfort, yeah. her peace. Mm-hmm. Like you, 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 the system should not, you, you should not be able to put a price on that because that doesn't have a Absolutely. price. And everything that they've done so far is arrogant and it's callous and putting a price on that is the epitome of arrogance and yeah. callousness. And I just don't, I just don't know how you would feel safe. And you don't, you really don't. I mean, Susie Wolf is actually a great example. We just talked about this. Like that's misogyny 101 right there. Like, you know what I mean? Like 
off of no proof, no anything. It was just like, let's target her. She's the wife of Toto Wolf, regardless of the fact of like what she has on her resume and like what she brings to the sport. You know, it's just, she's the little wife of somebody, you know, that we're also trying to get at. So if somebody like her is not protected in this system, it trickles down everywhere. You know, you have to think like at every level, somebody is being like discriminated against because they're a woman and, a, you know, abuse of power is a huge, a huge thing. Women don't have the same power in these spaces, you know, like, so it is, a, it is like a huge, like, uh, you know, example of why representation matters, why we have to make progress in these spaces. Like, even though it's hard and obviously, even though it's not, you know, inherently a safe space, it just means like, there's just so much more work to be done. And these are like the best glaring examples of why, because you can't like hide away from it. This is the top of Red Bull racing, you know, like this is not some lower level manager, you know, whatever. This is like the guy and whoever he's directly in contact with, um, as that person. So, they, I do feel like, you know, there, an example needs to be made. An example needs to be set because it's definitely going to set the tone for, um, I think the following years you have F1 Academy. That's the main thing I always think about when we see these stories. Cause yeah. I'm just like, how are you saying that we want to make this sport more diverse and usher in this new era where, you know, women are welcome. And then you stay silent or you condone issues against women in the same sport. And I don't care how rich Christian is, I don't care how powerful he is, like he can, he can be made an example of. And I think that they absolutely should. They, it should have already happened. Yeah. Should have already happened. Already yeah. happened. Like, cause you're, cause you're, you said the example. We, we don't, we don't agree with this. Like, like, yeah. what are we saying? Like, it's a simple thing. Sexual harassment. You would think that's bad. Oh yeah. no. Where's the, I thought, I thought, what is it? I always forget. We drive as one. We, what is it? We race as one. We race yeah. as one. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? Like, yeah. it's, it's. <sighs> I mean, that's the issue though, when you have like this incestuous relationship between team principals and higher ups within like FO, you yeah. know, FOM, FIA, like they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, come across some sort of way, some sort of way to their friend. Like this is their friend. They vacation together. They hang out together. You know, they like have family functions together. Like that is the issue. They cheat together. (laughs) Like that's the, that is the issue. You can't hold people accountable when you like them. Right. Like you don't want to be the one who, who reprimands your own friend. So that's the other issue. And I think that's why it's important for F1 to actually make a strong statement on this because it's like, we already know the relationship between them. So are you really saying that it's worth protecting one person over the entire brand that you're starting to try to build up, especially build up goodwill after 2021? Like you're trying to like rehabilitate your own image Mm -hmm. and now you're going to, you know, side with somebody just because, you know what I mean? You like them? Dominicali was besties? at the car launch, no? Yeah, he was at the car launch for the Visa team. That must be wrong because he said he said he would never do that because yeah. that shows favoritism. Never say never. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah, Conflicts yeah, of interest abound. And I just think it's funny that only Susie Wolf can be accused of those things, but... No, and Susie Wolf, yeah. Susie Wolf gets accused off of a... No, gets hunted off of a news... Uh, 
article in like a smut paper. Right. Like, like the wind blew and people were after her. Right. We got a dossier, everybody. We can make a whole ass documentary probably out of Chrissy Horner stuff. But like, let's, let's take it easy. Let's take yeah. things easy. Let's we wait don't until you yeah, We don't know happens. what happened. Yeah. We don't know. We don't Allegedly. <laughs> um, we haven't, I think, specifically uh, addressed it, but just because you're a fan of Rebel doesn't mean you need to like blindly defend this situation, this person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say shocked, but that would be naive. Like, the, I just don't understand fan culture to the point where I'm going to defend this action. Yeah. Because my, my fandom towards Formula One is, like, on track. Like, every... <laughs> Like right. I, I like I'm a be, I, I'm a fan of fast cars, you know. Like I'm not, like if I, mm-hmm. I I'll say it. This will never happen. But like Lewis Hamilton does something terrible, yeah, and it it'll get addressed, and we will talk about it. Mm-hmm. And like my like I think, and that's a whole separate topic. But like I think there's a lot of crossing in I am a fan of Rebel so I have to be okay with what's happening and I, I just that's so incorrect and well, yeah go ahead sorry I'm rambling a little so just go ahead no go because ahead. I think I mean honestly Red Bull is like such a symbol for a lot of the the things that are happening right now you know like they condone racism they condone sexism you know people are burning merch at the track it's hate you know people I wouldn't say they're fans of Red Bull I think they're fans of being able to express those type of sentiments out loud and having a team that allows you to do that, to incite, you know, racism toward a driver or drivers to, you know, speculate, you know, are, are females fans of the cute drivers or, you know, are they really here because of the sport, the type of thing, you know, um, that Christian had mentioned. So I don't necessarily, I think that Red Bull is just like uh, a symbol uh, for them of, what it means to be able to openly express these sort of hateful ideal. I'm not saying everybody who's a Rebel fan. I think yeah, that's obviously you know, not everybody. Obviously not everybody. You could definitely see how a lot of people derive joy from being able to be openly racist and sexist and homophobic and all the things because they don't get to do that in their everyday. So they bring it online. No they bring to it to it. the track. Absolutely. And so if there's yeah. no consequence to it, I love what you, it's yeah. like a flag. You're, it's their flag. It's like a right. little political party mm-hmm. that allows that. So I can be that way. God, yeah. I hate that. But I agree. <laughs> but I agree. It is what it is. The, mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think let's wrap up Christian. Yeah. We can let's, whack them another time. This. I'm sure we'll do, figure do out. You have, more stuff in the future. Do you have anything else you want to say before we just, move on from 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 this Mm, no i mean i think like i said as we find out more things obviously i'm sure we'll revisit this topic i just like i said i'm just more disappointed in like the overall social media reaction you know it's it's we don't ever believe victims it's always you know let's try to ruin their lives like we we believe victims we believe victims that are male and are white yeah christian in this case christian horner is a victim you know they believe he is the victim he's being targeted right so yeah i just am disappointed as usual because i just feel like it's the same it's the same story being played out you can see it and um i'm just disappointed that we haven't really gotten a response from f1 
or at the FIA who, you know, I think they both have a, a they both should speak out about this. I, I mean, I know the, the, the silence is probably what's to be expected, but I think that the damage that this is going to do is it's not worth, you know, staying silent over. So that's all I will say on that until we obviously know more, but we'll, we'll definitely, yeah. we'll definitely cover it more. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's that. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Podcasting. Right. All liveries are out. All liveries are out. We saw yeah. all the car launches already. Give me your favorites. Give me your favorites. What's your favorite mm. shade of carbon fiber? Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. I feel like this yeah. is like controversial, but I actually did like the Mercedes livery. Like, okay. I, a okay. lot of people seem to not like it. I enjoy the silver mixed into the black paint. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. carbon fiber. It's painted black. So I don't know. I like it. I just feel like it has like a lot of symbolism. I feel like it's a good mix of like, mm. you know, the traditional silver arrows with the new, like this, you know, black identity that they're kind of, you know, working with. So I really enjoyed the Mercedes one. Also, I feel like it looks really clean and just like classic. So, you know, there's that. Um, Ferrari has a really beautiful car this year. I think I just always have enjoyed their. Liveries. I was going to say, yeah. it's so difficult. I see, I see, yeah. I'm sorry. I see red car. Right. I like it. I like it. I was so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to say, yeah. So I don't know. I think those are like my top two. The yeah. Visa car, I still really enjoyed the mm-hmm. I still really enjoy the colorway that they chose for that. And I don't know. What do you have any favorites? Honestly, the ones you mentioned, I I, I echo completely. I realized yeah. in this Ferrari launch, mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for red car. Yeah. And that's just a fact. That's just something about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but the... Did you... What did you think about the... I'll say first, but like, what did you think about the launches? I I wasn't really impressed by any of them that much. I wasn't like... I guess we don't need to do a big fuss for car launches, but... Right. I I, kind of was expecting something different or something more or something special or something... The the only thing the one thing highlight the I'm sorry one of the highlights for me was the the location for the uh, Alfa Romeo Sauber Stake F whatever yeah. mm-hmm. that location was really cool um, but I don't know this is this is the first time I think that I pay close attention to each launch yeah I was I was not impressed I was like oh, okay yeah I mean I would have loved to see the Visa launch with Kendrick yeah. Lamar there you know like I don't know. That would have been cool to see. Uh, Instead, we got to see photos of Stefano Domenicali. So I'm like, ooh. Um, (laughs) I really liked... Did I... I I liked the Williams launch. Um, It wasn't like, wow, spectacular. But I always just... I will listen to James Fowl read me the damn dictionary. Like, he can say whatever. I just will (laughs) listen to it. So, But I I liked it because I liked the sit down with both drivers. Um, They had some of the, um, like reserves on as well they talked about the car you just i felt very hopeful at the end it felt like a really good like sales pitch for their team so i liked it i liked their launch it was just good yeah. and like classic but the mercedes threw me i was um actually was we up no we have not talked about the mercedes the- no, oh, no. <laughs> i was like what the fuck i my body woke me up in the middle of the night because okay. it came it's 5 15 a.m eastern so i was up at like 4 30 tweeting and i was like fuck it i'm gonna stay up and wait for the launch 
clock counts down and it's like, boom, the car's right there. We don't get any like, no edit, no like little teaser, nothing. It's just everybody's there. It's George, Lewis, and Toto just standing around the car. Hovering. It looked like a fucking funeral. Yeah. It's just like, what is going on? And then like, everybody looked like they had either been crying or just woke up. they were like, here's the, here's the W15. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs> I was like, this is awkward. <laughs> Somebody said it felt like I walked in on mom and dad when they were fighting. And it absolutely, <laughs> right? it, it was that. It, it was that. Not good. And I was just like, okay, um, I, right. I, and w- maybe when we, they cut, when they cut, they yeah. just all walk on their little, like they all walk yeah. separate. Well, when they're a little separate oh, ways. Yeah. It was so awkward. <laughs> I was like, girl, y'all should have, y'all could have kept this for real. Like, honestly, just done a little, I think Ferrari did like a one minute video. Yeah. And I feel like Mercedes could have just done the same thing. Just a little one minute reel, sizzle reel. <laughs> Keep Toto at home. It was so awkward. <laughs> it's not good. I was like, oh, am I supposed to, uh, I really felt like, I was like, am I supposed to be watching this? Like, <laughs> is this need a some privacy? Yeah. Is this the real one? <laughs> like, you were expecting not a therapist suddenly sits down and we were going to, uh, Am I supposed to watch this right. therapy session? Oh are, they, are they recording? Yeah. It was too much. It was too much. I said, I said like every time I, every time that Lewis Hamilton would say how much he loves the team, I tweeted this out. Like I I really was expecting Toto to be like, because <laughs> <laughs> Lewis was so nice. Like Lewis was yeah. Lewis and so grateful and everything. And it's like, bro, imagine, imagine your ex who already dumped you is right, right next to you praising the shit out of you. Right. This, 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 I'm never going to meet a man like this. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, Toto should have thought about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's all on you, buddy. Fumbled a bad bitch on Valentine's so, Day. Oh, oh yeah. It was God. It was so awkward yeah. and beautiful cinema. Yeah. <laughs> it was cinema. Yeah, never again, though. Like, please don't ever do that again. Like, just no. never, ever do that again. That was... I was like, okay. Oh... Uh, Okay. Like, okay. We're doing this. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna bring it back. Bring it back. How many car launches did McLaren have though? Right. <clears throat> the little stunt queens. That's what I called them. They so they had the livery launch. Okay. Like two weeks ago, and then they did the car launch. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, all right. You, they weren't very good at it because they confused the crap out of me. I didn't even uh, know that. I didn't even know it was a livery launch. By the way, let me plug yeah. it again. Tasha owes us a livery. Don't let oh her my forget. God. <laughs> Y'all need to tell me what uh, what sponsors you think should be on the car. That's I, I need to. That's can the I, fun question I want to ask the audience. Can I get us? Can I get a sponsor? Yeah. Can I get one in? One, you want to be on the car? I, I wouldn't hate it. Okay. I, I hear a Monaco jewelry company is probably going to hire me <laughs> as a. <laughs> Uh, subscribe I don't, to our Patreon. You'll be on our livery. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's a good idea. You want to be in our livery? Join right. the Patreon. Um, we gotta we gotta give out some flowers. Especially you gotta give out some flowers because you has been so annoying. You're so annoying. You've basically what? been stalking everything Ferrari been posting on Twitter. Oh my God, I'm obsessed you're, with that. You're yeah. like fan number one. Just, yeah. just ask them out already, Tasha. I know, just ask I know, them I know, out. I know. No, talk to me. Talk to me. Uh, I'm their biggest fan. I love all uh, their stuff lately. Yeah. I mean, I well, so I think we talked about this in our like, maybe the episode we did like the award show. Like we kind of yeah. gave out like no, no, special no, no. media. Yeah. 
So it yep. was like between them and Aston Martin as like two teams that I think had like really good social media presences last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Aston kind of edged it a little bit more because it was more like organic. They had like the... The TikToks you know, were great. The Aston Yeah, TikTok. camcorder footage. Like it felt a little bit Ooh, more like yeah. organic. You're a sucker for that shit. I love... I love, love a little bit of grain, some analog and some grain. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so um, yeah. So Ferrari also kind of had that vibe. It felt like a little bit more corporate though, like more staged. But still, I think of all the teams, I think they had the the two best accounts. And then this year, I feel like they've just been pushing it like real mm. hard, especially in the preseason. We've gotten all these like really amazing cinematic videos. Uh, we got the cool like little BTS photo shoot with like Charles and um, Carlos where they were like taking photos of each other. And I don't know. I just felt, I just feel like they've really stepped up their, um, you know, content up a level, which, you know, I just feel like in general, I'm enjoying because I really want to see more focus emphasis on the car and like the team dynamic, you know, then that actually exists more so than like what corporate, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I I feel like it just gives more of a storytelling, like vibe, like more of a narrative to the team um, than just like super sharp, crisp photos of, of the drivers, like doing generic things. So I feel like the storytelling element has been really like sucking me in. I will say it reminds me a little bit of the Porsche YouTube account, which I am a gigantic fan of. They had Michael Fassbender, the actor, for people who don't know, Love was a guy. race driver. And Love essentially, he, he wanted to drive in Le Mans. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, no, because there's an entire series on this. Like, they did a mm-hmm. whole series following him and his, like, journey into this. Uh, and, you know, he's older, so he's kind of making up for lost time because he's yeah. not the young whippersnapper like, you know, other people are. Anyway, it's beautiful. It's cinematic. But not just that, like on their channel, like they have other things, like, you know, other Porsche stuff, like they have a magazine, they show like some of the background to like how they, um, you know, plan shoots and execute these shoots. So, oh, for, oh really? It's the most dope fucking YouTube channel. I, like I, when I say I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with it because, and this is kind of where I'm at with like F1 and where I'm at with like Ferrari, because I feel like Ferrari is doing what I want F1 to do. It's okay. this legacy brand, right? Like they've been around for a long time. They obviously are, you know, just extremely successful, world renowned, but like it's a story, right? It's a narrative. We're trying to like share with the world, like what we represent and what we mean. But I feel like F1 socials don't really reflect that. You know, there's so many past world champions and current, you know, it doesn't really tell a story. It's like, we're just trying to post memes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just trying to do whatever's like the trendy thing on social media. So what I like about Porsche, what I like about Ferrari is again, the storytelling element, but done like at a really high, like execution level and seeing like cinematic ASMR videos of the SF24 before we see it, like that type of stuff makes me happy because it's like, it's well thought out. And yeah, I don't know. I just want to see more of it. Uh, I want to see more... I want to see more cinematography. Like it just beautiful cars, beautiful footage, like just makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. absolutely. Wasting our time with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some like action, you know? So it, yeah. I, I, we definitely yeah. talked about it last time that I mentioned that one of them like straight out feels like a Wes Anderson trailer almost yes. how good it was. Yes. Um, if you're listening or watching and want to see all of these Ferrari things, either yeah. follow Ferrari, the F1 team, or follow Tasha. You're going to get them on your timeline yeah. either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, 
<laughs> no, but they're really good. And like, it, yeah. that's that's also an exciting thing about like, they're in their bag. They're cl- mm-hmm. they're clearly like, yeah. it's everything you said and they found a direction and they're clearly heading that way. And it's only, right. more, it, it's exciting to see like, once Lewis, once Lewis gets there, they're only going to be even better at it because of more time that they've amazing. done it. Yeah. So like, I, I'm excited for that for sure. And yeah, it always goes back to Lewis. <laughs> but like, um, Everything, all of the, all of the implications that come with Lewis, like all of his uh, philanthropic things and all of what he stands for, diversity, inclusion and all of this. If you take all of that and you also put it into the content, like it it would be peak. Elevating. Yeah. It would be really good. That's what I want. Um, Yeah. I need that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I love the vibe. I love the vibe. And Aston Martin also are 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 pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I'm a sucker for I, I love all those track pictures and videos. I, I'm just a sucker for them. Me too. Because so we're not good. there. So you know what I mean? I, it's like yeah. you can what I guess what I I like is that it captures more of like a feeling than a literal. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, we know you're testing, but it feels fast. It feels, you know, like new. It feels exciting. Like that's, I think that's why it's so successful and has been so successful because like everybody's actually getting like the, you know, the emotion behind it, not just the, here's us testing, literally, you know. <laughs> what did you think about the, 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 cause Mercedes, Mercedes released like a video or something. It was a WhatsApp video of the yeah. sound of the engine. What are we Boring. doing? Boring. What are Basic. we doing? You know what? Especially, <laughs> let me put yeah. my little nerd hat on. <laughs> WhatsApp compresses the shit out of everything. So that uh, <laughs> audio file got compressed. Right. So that sound is even worse. Or right. you didn't put it in WhatsApp and you're lying to me. And so which one is it? Which one right. is it? So yeah, just do yeah. better. Do better. George must yeah. be so excited. I don't know why I said that. I just always want to talk about this. Um, <laughs> uh we need to talk about something very important. Very important. Yeah. I said, I was very excited. It, wait, I need to ask you. The, we're going to talk about the Charlotte Tilbury mm-hmm. joining F1 Academy. Yeah. But, bef- but related to that, I need to ask you, because I was very excited. I sent you like 17 text messages when it mm-hmm. happened. Had you already seen it before? The That they were partnering? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! I scrolled on. Sorry. I thought I broke the news for you. I was so excited. Yo, Charlotte Tilbury. But I love that you were excited. You know I what I mean? So I was like, this is this, this news is for Tasha. I, I checked like, my Twitter before I checked my text. Like that's always. <laughs> you should have tweeted it at me. And then I would have seen it before. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. What? It's the you truth. Check, it's my you little. Check your it's Twitter my before you check your text. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, if you're listening, tell me what you do as well. I need to know. (laughs) People, people, I need everyone to tell you. Check your people. We've had this conversation before. I am not a texter. You're the like luckiest person that I know because I actually respond to your texts. I would say I don't I'm want to be aired out on the podcast the for not answering. Person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would too. And I fucking would too. You, th- you think I forget how long right. you took to follow me on social media? Right. We co-hosted podcasts together and you still not follow me. My God, it's a miracle she lets me into these podcasts anyways. She right. lets me in as a guest. I'm sorry. No more first fall. No more first fall. Um, oh, we were past this. Uh, 
I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm working on it actively in therapy. Good. <laughs> we appreciate uh, that. Where were we again? Right. Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. Um, I was very excited when I saw the news that they were partnering up. Yeah. Um, go ahead and talk to me about Charlotte Tilbury. I don't know much, but I, I was um, super excited because I think this is right up your alley. Yeah, absolutely up my alley. Mm-hmm. I love Charlotte Tilbury. I love the brand. I've used some of their products before in the past. And she's just like this incredibly famous and talented celebrity makeup artist um, who founded her namesake beauty brand, Charlotte Tilbury. And yeah, it's just kind of like monthly. They go viral for different products because she creates like... Her whole thing is basically like giving people amazing skin, makeup that it can look like makeup, but it generally just makes you have like a glow, okay, filtered, blurred effect, like in real. Because, you know, a lot of her clients walk red carpets and do, you know, live interviews. So you you want them to look as like, you know, snatched as possible. So her brand is very much like one that goes viral quite often. And to, for me to see them like partnering with F1 Academy, I was just like, this is so cool because the amount of reach that Charlotte Tilbury gets, you know, like I said, they go viral quite a lot. Mm-hmm. The amount of reach that they get to partner with F1 Academy, that, you know, a brand that is growing and, you know, just becoming a more established. I just felt like it was a strong, very smart, like partnership. Yep. And yeah, I, I don't know. Like I just, I was really excited because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting to see Charlotte Tilbury. Um, I have seen in the past, Sephora did a, I think it was for Women's Month. They did like a series and a couple of, you know, females in motorsport were included. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me check my notes really quick. It was, yep. yeah, Amna Alkabasi and Brianna Daniels. And Brianna is a NASCAR like pit crew member, like the first like black female ever um so but they did something for sephora and even then i was like this is so like cool to see makeup brands and beauty brands want to be part of the motorsport like industry i think it perfectly matches you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of people maybe don't see it that way but i don't know talk to speak to that a little bit because it's it, you gotta love it you know there's always there's always vitriol to to, (laughs) there's always gotta be so what is your response to that's not just so interviewing, but but really though, what is your response to like people are saying, like they don't need makeup, like this is a sport, or like right. what does makeup and F one Academy have anything to do with? Like, can you speak on the exposure that this gives F one Academy, like mm-hmm. and the and we've talked about representation so much, like this has to do something for representation when you're seeing brands like these also like joining in on F1. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine how many people follow Charlotte Tilbury, you know, and a lot of them are young girls. Like there's a whole like kind of conversation happening right now in the beauty space about young girls at Sephora specifically, actually, because, you know, they see, you know, women, older women, especially on TikTok, giving makeup reviews and, you know, the industry is always growing. Like, you know what I mean? Like billions and billions of dollars is being pumped through this industry. So you have a lot of eyes and you have like a lot of young girls who are looking up to older women and, you know, buying what they're buying and being interested in makeup and expressing themselves through makeup. So, you know, to have a brand like Charlotte Tilbury partnering with F1 Academy means that you're essentially exposing all of these young girls or anybody really to something that they never knew existed. And when you're talking about like the pipeline, you know, to yeah. women in motorsport. Yeah even though this maybe doesn't make sense or maybe people see it as like 
you know, makeup's frivolous and vain. Kind of the thing we talked about in our episode with Rashi, where I was saying like fashion, like on the surface, people will look at it and be like, why does fashion and sports matter? And it's like, it's such a Trojan horse for like, just in general, getting a different audience and, you know, interested in whatever you're trying to sell them. But, you know, you're like I said, you're talking about young women, girls who had no idea even that this existed you have people who had no idea that they could be professional race drivers as women, or maybe they work in STEM and they want to be part of it as well. Like it just, it creates an actual like pipeline to even thinking that this is possible. So it is actually a big deal. And the other thing I will say is a lot of people, I think, talked about it in terms of like a negative. It was like, oh, well, you know, makeup is so girly, you know? So it's like that kind of undermines- 2024, imagine. <laughs> a lot of people still think that way. And it's very, it's, it, to me, it's very disheartening. Cause I'm just like, it's such a binary thought that, you know, if you like girly stuff that you can't also be interested in, I guess what you consider like masculine things, even though really it's unisex, you know, everybody likes fast cars, you know, everybody likes science and technology. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a gendered thing. And I think by continuing to create these narrative even makeup is not a gendered thing yeah. you know men wear makeup all of the time all and I'm the, not, don't all these drivers wear makeup when they take yeah, pictures and when, can, when they're in yeah. content and all that like. absolutely so it's not just about like it's a girly thing and that even still even if it is a girly thing that's not a negative literally, literally. it's not negative like they their talent doesn't diminish because they want to yeah. wear a lip gloss or like eyeliner you know like so it's just it's just very disheartening because i feel like there's always that thing where we want people to drop parts of their identity in order to like assimilate into a, a culture where it's like, I feel like this is, is an opportunity to bring a different demographic into it and yeah. actually embrace that through. And if it's something like makeup where so many people have access to it, like it's kind of a no brainer to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's my, I agree a hundred percent. Everything, everything you said, the, yeah. I'm going to highlight that it literally like, it, you said you said it, but I, I again I want to highlight that like it creates a path, a an actual yeah. pipeline for any person that is into makeup. Any young person sees that, and literally, how I just Charlotte Tilbury and F1 Academy just made a connection, a bridge mm-hmm. between makeup brand and you could be a freaking race car driver. Yeah, that bridge did not exist before. Whether yeah. it's for girls, whether it's for any like person that likes makeup, now there's an actual path to also find out about STEM, to also find out about like I say Formula One, but really I mean like the implications, the engineering, the yeah. driving, all of it. Like it's a good thing. And and mm-hmm. and I really like that you mentioned like, and if it's girly, who cares? Yeah. Like who who like how is that? How is that affecting anybody? This is a great thing. I'm super psyched. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you at some point. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do your top three Charlotte Tilbury products. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll prep that yeah. for later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Want to shout out? And I apologize if I uh, pronounce it incorrectly, but I mentioned this to you uh, over one of those texts that you actually answered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lola. <laughs> Love and fuss or love and fussy, maybe. Yeah, what a name! Yeah, (laughs) and for this, yeah, they created her in a lab. I'm convinced. Yeah, 
She now they chase her name yeah. to that before this Charlotte Tilbury thing happened. Right. Like, what right. a great name. I think immediately James Bond movies, but yeah. even but also Marvel has this thing where where the heroes will always have like the same letter for their first and last name, Peter Parker, right. Bruce Banner. Um so Lola Lovenfuss, L- like a that's, little that's, that's a superhero name if I've ever mm. seen it. Yeah. For the power of love. Right. So, you didn't know about here. <laughs> so she's gonna be she's gonna be driving for that uh team. I don't know if you care to comment on like the the race suit, the helmet, or the livery. Um, I mean, I thought they were cute. I mean, there is definitely heavy, heavy, heavy marketing. The yeah. lipstick all over the car. I mean, yeah. I've seen people say they don't like it. I don't like love it. I thought it was really cute, but yeah. You know, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to serve the purpose for right now to just make this partnership more, you know, bring more awareness to the partnership. I think that's really the point of it. I mean, it it, it can be ugly all it wants, but, you know, it's going to sell it's some okay products. It's okay potentially, it's you know, ugly. it's going to, yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. It's I mean, okay. it's okay. It's, 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 it's interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I hope in, I hope in the future, maybe the next one or, you know, whatever, like, we'll have like a little bit more racy elements to it mm-hmm. uh, because I guess it, I think it just feels weird that it's just like, they're like kind of stuck on like stickers, you know what I'm saying? Like not really flowing with the car. And I think that's kind of would be more interesting, but yeah. So what we're saying is. I need to design that too. Got <laughs> you, you, we're getting to the point. We're getting to the point. This is, yeah. we, this is, this is good. Potatoes, yeah. This is good. You already knew it was good. I was going to be yeah. like, they need a car. You need to design a car. Mm, I like Charlotte Tilbury makeup. I'm saying. You know? I, I really like that. I, I yeah. don't like the car. I think it's too much. But mm. I do understand perfectly that the, it looks that way for a purpose. And yeah. the purpose will be met. So I have yeah. no problem with it. But I did really like the helmet. I actually yeah. do like. I nice. really yeah. like the helmet. Yeah. I think the color is really dope. And the the lipsticks, like the lips and the lipstick stuff. I think it looks fire on the on the helmet. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I just think the car they overdid it, but <laughs> I, I I I like the tagline. It's the all makeup about your, expression. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I can't wait for you to design it. It's gonna be so dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, I have to say this, Total Wolf. I'm sorry. Yeah, and this is respectfully, respectfully, completely respectfully, Toto. Susie Wolf looked amazing in that picture. She's so pretty. Oh my god. Beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She looks so good. That's it. That's all I say. I'm no, being, I agree. She looks amazing. She looks so good. Yeah. She really is doing the most for F1, you know, mm-hmm. for F1 Academy, for women. Like, yeah. The you, partnerships that they right, have have been securing, I'm just like, she's really, she's really moving smart. I think, was it Reese Witherspoon's production company that they'll be doing like a series mm-hmm. with? It absolutely is. Um, absolutely some, is. You know, things like that, that, you know, I I immediately was like, we need to drive to survive for F1 Academy. You know, we need that. And like, they're working on that. So everything that I'm thinking, I'm like, there, Susie's four steps ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I got this. I got this. So yeah, I saw this and I was just very excited, to be honest. Like, I, it can only be a positive that more brands and companies want to be involved in this. So I think policing it by gender of like, oh, it's just makeup, blah, 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 blah. Like makeup impacts people in ways that you, you know, couldn't understand. Like if you're not into it, I get that, but it really does help people feel more confident. It can help them feel more expressive, artistic, you know, like there's, it's all the things that we're talking about with like female empowerment, that you can be more than one thing at a time. It doesn't 
have to be like either or, you know, you're into sports yeah. or you're into makeup. Like this is 2024 people. I will wear makeup while I'm playing sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that serious. So I think it's nice that hopefully the conversation that can be had will maybe like help break some of that stigma because it is really annoying to see people question the validity behind it or, you know, treat it like, oh, it's so frivolous, blah, 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 blah. Like this is billions of dollars industry. Like it is a very serious industry. So I think like you got to stop taking things that like women, you know, inherently enjoy and using that as some reason to like discredit everything that they like and everything that they do. Cause it's like very annoying and very like basic, you know, some people, so, some, some people yeah. just got to look into their heart and realize they hate women. Like just yeah, truly just, like you just, just, just say that, that might include other women. Like you just don't no, absolutely. like, I said, I said, yeah. did I say men or people? I, I meant to say you said people. people. And I'm just oh, saying okay, like, okay. Sorry, sorry, so, cause sorry, sorry. you know, girl, women yeah, will be like, that's not me. It is you. You're pick me. Yeah. Like just say just say you hate women. That's it. Yeah. Like because because I've seen I've seen some shit. <laughs> Everybody's seen it. But like when you go to that when you go when you see makeup and F one yeah. Academy and you suddenly have a dissertation on like mm-hmm. how this is affecting the sport the lives da 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 yeah. just say you hate women. Yeah. That way I don't have to read all that crap. And that way <laughs> you can like either like I don't know embrace that or move on from it. But just right. You know, this this doesn't hurt anything. This is a great thing. And then I just want to say you were absolutely right when you said it, but just want to mention Hello Sunshine uh, yeah. and Formula One are developing an uh, an F1 Academy docuseries. And yeah. Hello Sunshine is Reese Witherspoon's uh, yeah. production company. Just, like so fun. just wanted yeah. to mention the names. Um, so this is a really great thing. I was super <laughs> excited when I saw it. I thought of you immediately. I sent you all the pictures and the quotes and the things. I love it. <laughs> um, but... Random question. Yes. What do you think? What would you like to see next a, as a, like a brand to work with F1, whether it's F1 Academy or F1 regular? I, I don't mean, know why I said regular. I'm sorry. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, on, I honestly don't know. I, I feel like yeah. beauty brands and lifestyle brands makes a lot of sense just to just even grow the awareness for F1 Academy. And I think that's just the easiest, like most like, dense market that you can break into it's you know? a humongous market from so many different areas you can um you know so yeah i i don't know i just more like i don't have any in, in mind but just more, more because i do think women deserve Good to be answer. supported yeah all of them like really like yeah. i just want to see more support and i do like that it was with a women created a female founded brand um because I don't know. I just feel like the symbolism of that is really cool. Like, you know, makeup industry is, even though it caters mainly to women, you know, it's not really like a female or dominated industry, you know? So even in that space, we still have men making a lot of the decisions, men making and formulating a lot of the products, men being, you know, the most uh, famous makeup artists, you know? So it's like- Like a even, plague. You know? So, and that's fine because there's, you know, talented people <laughs> yeah, or whatever, absolutely. but it's, it's just, when you look at it like that, like a move like this means a lot because Charlotte created her own brand in an industry that like is still male dominated, you know? So that's what they're kind of saying is that, you know, you're a woman, you can kind of create your own destiny. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like empowering you to, to do what you want to do. And like, even with all the limitations, you can just be yourself and, you know, um, create the things that are important to you and spread that empowerment and spread that, like, I don't know, positivity. So 
that's how I see it. That's how I took it. But I get why, you know, some people may not agree. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you've been calling it forever. Lewis Hamilton needs to get into some skincare type yeah. deal. This is, this is, that's what's yeah. next for him. I want um, that for him. <laughs> I need you. I need, uh, I guess, no, 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 I'll wait for a second. Um, any last thoughts on what we've discussed so far, whether it's Charlotte Tilbury and F1 Academy, whether it's how you have a huge crush on Ferrari uh, and their <laughs> cinema, uh, cinematic vibes. Call um, me. And any of the liveries. <laughs> any final thoughts? But I got one more question after it. Oh, no. Um, no, I mean... I guess if I had to say one more thing about yeah. the makeup thing. You can say two more things. I'm sorry. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to limit it to just one. I just one. feel like because there's so <laughs> many things to add, but I'll just add this. Like, you know, yeah. um, I think the other like thing I've seen people say is like, you know, this means that women won't be taken seriously or whatever. Like, I think shit like that is a lie. We had uh, Jess Hawkins who just drove like the first like few test laps in like what five years for Aston mm -hmm. Martin. Uh, I remember like a lot of the commentary around that was, you know, critiquing granted nobody knew, but they were trying to, you know, say like, Oh, well, is she fast? Like, you know, she had this opportunity to do something that no women, no woman has done in some time. And even in that aspect, you know, where people are like, Oh, are women strong enough to do this? You know, can we handle this? And she did it. And then it was like, the goalpost was like, okay, but was she fast? Like, cause she, could she be a professional driver? You know what I mean? So I feel like they didn't take her seriously and she wasn't wearing any makeup. You know what I'm saying? So whether or not we have makeup on, it just doesn't matter. There's always going to be some reason to discredit women in this space. So that's what I will say is it's honestly, it's not really about the makeup. You know, it's not really about the not wearing makeup. It's yeah. just about the controlling the narrative about what women are capable of and not capable of. And yeah. So when I see stuff like this, I'm, I get excited because I know that I've been able to do lots of things in my life wearing makeup and lots of things in my life not wearing makeup. And it never affected if people took me seriously or not because yeah. they're going to look at you and make a judgment if they want to do that or not. And I can't I can't control that. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I can control? I can look super cute while, <laughs> you know, like I'm enjoying my hobby. So like, that's kind of, that's how I feel like it's not, it's not for other, it's like queen. Like this is not for other people, you know? So yeah. it's, they're not going to take you seriously. They're not going to take you seriously. They don't need an excuse to do that. Like They are the problem. It yeah. will never be you. You the are problem the problem. Is not yeah. you. They are the yeah. problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I just need to highlight yeah. and I need you to talk about it. Okay. Zendaya oh and La and La Roach, correct? La Roach, yes. You, we were talking about men, like you were talking about mm -hmm. men in the industry and everything. My mind yes. went instantly to that. La, pairing. yeah. Talk to me about it, like that. The moment that they, I'm sorry, I always do this. I am speaking about <laughs> the picture that came out, not picture yeah, really, but then, what Mugler, Zendaya was wearing like a for vintage Mugler robot yeah. suit from 1995, which is insane because it wasn't a replica of the suit. It's like the actual one from the runway, which like from the 90s, those girls were tiny, you know, you got to fit in it. It's not like you can alter it. So yeah, she was on the Dune 2 red carpet and just, first of all, this whole press run has been crazy. She's been killing it. But this robot suit, like shut down the internet like it was a moment she looked phenomenal but you know like i said um you know earlier about the whole trojan horse thing the uh, law and zendaya you know when she wasn't an a-list actor 
that this was their way of building up her brand, like using fashion to build up her brand, to put her on the radar, get her these serious collaborations. One thing that they always did that I think is so genius is that they would frequently put her in a, the same dress as another actress and put it like on a different red carpet, right? So it would be like um, Zendaya and, I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence wear the same dress. Who wore it better? Yeah. And they would always, so every single time they would do that, put people on, you know, put her on people's radar because you're seeing her compared to these A-list act- actresses in the same dress. And obviously it's Zendaya. So it's like, better, <laughs> be like girl, be like, but that's the strategy. So it's like, and it worked to the point where now they're pulling archives from fashion houses, which is very difficult to do because they're very protective of these garments. Like a lot of these are one of a kind pieces that are custom to, you know, the model who was whatever sample size. So, you know, if you're even like a size bigger, it's, it's hard for them to want to like alter it, to open it up and make it fit your body. So the fact that they now have access to like all these like insane archives, to pull it for red carpet events, not just photo shoots, but like a red carpet, you know, like see her for 10 minutes and then she's gone type of thing. Yeah. Like that is insane pull, but they did that through strategy. And that's why I'm like makeup on the surface might just be this little frivolous, cute thing, but there is a lot of ways that you can use that to infiltrate your way into a bigger audience and bigger opportunities. And I'm like, that's, that's what this is. If you're smart about it, you can really elevate your brand. And if you're like close-minded about it, you can really hurt your brand, you know, like be smart about your opportunities. That's what I will say. And use shit like that to your advantage because other people were not... Two actresses wearing the same dress is just like unheard of because that's like, you know, the stylists want to make sure that their client looks original and looks unique. So it's unheard of to be like, let's put them in the same thing and then obviously have your girl like kill it. So good for them. Sorry. <laughs> Each, I, I feel no, 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 no. I can like this talk is, about this, this forever. Is, That's this the is literally, I know this is literally why <laughs> I brought it up. Yeah. And if anybody thinks like, what is what does this have to do with F one? I believe you yeah. just described what yeah. Lewis Hamilton did in Brazil. Yep. Like he he got the original tracksuit borrowed and he wore it. So it's literally literally the same. Yeah, pulled up from an archive for him. Yeah. Same situation. Same thing. Um, no, I asked you because I wanted I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, I think both of them, both that's a relationship that like each other has a cheat code yeah. uh, with each other. Because yeah. Zendaya is a cheat code on looking amazing and La Roche clearly is mm-hmm. an incredible like... It's of, also, I yeah, think it's ahead. also like to your point though, I think that's a uh, why you have to, when you're like working with people, you have to like pick your team wisely. Like have yeah. people on your team who have a vision for you and like who will like ride or die with you. They've been together for like many, many years. She's never changed He's, you know, he has other clients, but they always like work together and work so well together. Like is that's, that's what this is. It's like find collaborators who like really understand what you're going for and will help you execute it. And like in return, his career has obviously also mm-hmm. blossomed and he's his own character as well. But yeah, I just like, there's so many lessons in it. And I just wish people like actually looked at it beyond just like what's on the surface. Cause these are interesting business case studies. Like, I think she's one of the most highest paid actors now, you know, and this is, I'm sure they thought at some point she'd get here, but like at some point she was a Disney kid that people weren't hiring. They weren't putting her in movies like Dune, you know, you know, 10 years ago. So it's like, you, you gotta look at how business works. And also it's a long game, you know, like 
it's not going to just um, overnight change your life. But if you keep at it and you keep, you know, that execution and that strategy in mind, like you, you too might be on the dune to carpet, you know, <laughs> in a vintage Mugler robot suit. Like it's the come up is crazy. And this is what Susie's doing with F1 Academy. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I see it. I see the vision. I see how this is going to play out. So, yeah. <laughs> Timothy should have done one of two things. <laughs> Either remove yourself and grab a camera and take pictures of her. Right. Or like, I don't know, bro showed up in an H&M fit. Anyway, should have just that, like gone to the theater like this. Just like, oh, okay, let me, let me get out of the way. Because who's <laughs> Anybody here to see you, Otis? Like, get the hell out of the way with your t-shirt. Like, what? <laughs> like, who Mo. am I? Like, 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 who am I? But like, dude, dude. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, which is crazy because normally he does have pretty interesting. I'm saying, like, outfits, who am I to, so to, to, to really Timothy sure. Chalamet fashion and style and whatever and the the jawline of uh, I don't know. He can cut diamonds with that shit. But like <laughs> that particular time, yeah, I would not have stood next to Cynthia on that. Yeah, one. I would have passed. Yeah, Tasha. Yes. Last, 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 last word. Oh my God. There's no way you, you want me to say more things. No, 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 There's no, no, no. way. No okay. way? Okay, good. Okay. I, 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 I always want to hear you say more things. Look, if you're still listening or watching, thank you so much. If you're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, make sure to leave those five stars and leave a review. If you're on YouTube, uh-uh. subscribe, share with a friend. Thank you so much for the support you've shown so far. Uh, let's get out of here. I, I've been Mario. Um, Tasha? Would yes. you take us away when ready, please? Um, yes. Thank you guys again for listening. We really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to uh, be with us. And remember, no matter what happens in life, keep it on the black stuff. Bye. Bye. And Susie Wolf, call me. <laughs> Yo, I'll take notes. I'll take notes. Right. <laughs> <laughs>